The all-female reboot of one of the most famous revenge stories in history. The version that you haven't seen of The Count of Monte Cristo. We talk about it all in this episode of Series Finale, all about revenge. Let's find a show we never seen before. What's up, all you cool cats and kittens? Remember that when we uh, <laughs> Tiger King and quarantine was funny for two weeks? We're coming at you live from t- March of 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine what's going to happen. I can't wait to do these Tiger King bits for the next five months. <laughs> Comedy still canceled, folks. The world's uh, in a pandemic. Yep. People are dying. America's banned from going anywhere. But yep. we don't need them. Honestly, only... Mono citizen Americans are banned. What's mono citizen? If you don't have if dual don't, citizenship, yeah. people with multiple citizenships can still. People leave. would always say to me, like, you should get a Danish citizenship because you were born in Denmark. And That'd I, be sick. I heard that all the time, and I finally looked into it like last year. Impossible. Right, can't you do it. Th- oh, because it's not birthright. Because you were born to a foreign military personnel. That's probably it, right? It's that. Well, I can't be a Danish citizen, I, even though I was born on, da- on Danish soil, because. I my parents are not Danish. Right. Which a ton of people like America does that. Not every country does that. That's yeah. part of why we have so many immigrants. Right. And, and we get called all the names in the books by these white ass <laughs> Scandinavian countries <laughs> who don't take in any people. They yeah. disrespected you. A proud man of color, a Mexican American <laughs> man. They disrespected you. A I Mexican was born Dutch American man. <laughs> I was born in a hospital in Roskilde, Denmark. Not I'm on the military base? No, I was born in a hospital in Roskilde. so fucked up. Screwed. So if you had to get your birth certificate, you would need to go to Dutchland. I have my, I have a Danish birth certificate, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Deutschland. I have a Danish birth certificate, and I have a certificate of birth ab- abroad. What is famous from Dutch? From well, again, it's Denmark, <laughs> not the <laughs> Netherlands. The Dutch <laughs> is Netherlands. They're six foot three. They're the tallest people in the world. You got that trait. Denmark... <laughs> um, Da- there's a famous Danish actor, Mads Mikkelsen. Macbeth. It also Mc- looks like a ball sack, right? I don't know. It's kind of like two balls and then the shaft. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I don't know a ton about geography, but mm. I am world traveled. It's not a big deal. Well, I was going to say, <laughs> I got my passport for the first time like since I was a baby like uh, in November, and, it ter- and, it's, and it's become useless. I, c- <laughs> I can't go anywhere. Damn. Where were you trying to go? Why did you get it? I got it because of the fucking real ID requirements coming into for federal Which ID. Which have now been deferred. I need a real <laughs> ID, too. They've now been deferred another year. Oh, really? Yeah. Good. Yeah, good. I got it because of the real ID thing, because I needed an ID to fly. The real yeah. ID is, what, what's the point of that? I don't know. It's annoying as hell. Security <laughs> thing. <laughs> you should just need a fo- Facebook profile to get on dude, an airplane. Dude, that is a good idea. Yes. It should all be connected to your Facebook. No, it should be like a you bus You should be station. able to vote on Facebook. Yes. For president. Famously, yes. Facebook, not no foreign interference, no <laughs> hacking, not subject to any kind of immorality. But you're getting on the plane, you get a message that says, hey, is this you in the video? And you click the link, and you just disappear. <laughs> 
Dude, I, I am like, we need to figure out how you can vote online. It's so stupid that you, ha- you can't vote online. Yeah, we might. It's silly that you can't I vote I love online. it. It's not like most of these people would vote anyway, you know? No, people <laughs> would vote. I feel like if all you had to do was, if, if Facebook made you vote to get to your profile, <laughs> people you would vote. People log on to Facebook, what the fuck? Uh, yeah, yeah. Trump, I guess. Trump. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Instagram. It's, seriously, with Instagram right now, if it was like, hey, if you want to see how many followers you have, you have to vote, people would do it. People yeah. are pathetic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, most people don't vote. Wait, John Paul, why do you think this show is about Monte Cristo? Monte oh, we watched the show the Revenge. The Count of Monte Cristo, yeah. I Googled it. Oh. And it's <laughs> I Googled the show, and it is... Uh, have you read The Count of Monte Cristo? I have not read The, the Count of uh, the Monte Cristo. I, I have not read The Count of Monte Cristo. couple people. It's the greatest book ever written. Right. It's by Alexander Dumas, the guy who wrote The Three Musketeers. You've read a few books about from uh, The Count of... Dr- Count <laughs> Fuck. Count, of, count of what? Come on. Count of um, Count Chocula. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> the Count of Chocula. That would be pretty good. Damn. Uh, no, I have not read The Count of Monte Cristo, but uh, there was a really fun movie version that came out in the early 2000s that I've seen starring Jim Caviezel, Guy Pierce as the villain, and a young Henry Cavill as the son. Never heard of Henry Cavill <laughs> is in the film. Who is that? <laughs> <laughs> He's an A-list actor. No. The count. This is a this is a uh, an, sort of like an all-female reboot of the Count of Monte Cristo. And the Count of Monte Cristo, some call it the greatest revenge story of all time. It is about a nobleman who is framed for a crime he did not commit, gets sent to prison, and while he's in prison, an older prisoner teaches the nobleman about science and about wealth and about uh, fighting. He gets out of prison and he, he gets all this money from a, a stash of gold. And so he assumes a new identity and begins an elaborate revenge plot against his framer. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And Wait, that's basically what the show was. The Man in the Iron Mask. Is that kind of Count of Monte Cristo? It's by the same author. It, oh, who's that? Alexander Dumas, French, a French author. Yeah, no, I thought he's Russian. No. French. I'm thinking of uh, Pushkin or something. Tolstoy? No. Wait, isn't no, Pushkin, Pushkin a, a radio studio? Pushkin Labs? I don't know. I mean, Wait, it might be, but it was probably yeah. named after Pushkin. What's the name of the movie with Henry Cavill in it? Uh, the Count of Monte Cristo. Oh, that's wow. why you never heard of it. It's a Henry Cavill movie. <laughs> but yeah. the Man in the Iron Mask had Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, Leo. Did you see that? A true A-lister that people know about. Leo is an A-list. Leo yeah. is Leo an A-lister. Is, Henry doesn't have. Uh, Henry's basically on the D list. Dude, dude Henry is, if Leo's an A-lister, Henry is an A-minus lister. No, if you're in Marvel movies, no. you're at best like a D-list. <laughs> you say Ro- wait, you say no. Robert Downey Jr. is a D-lister? He's B. He is B. No, if you're in Marvel, you're B. If you're in DC, <laughs> pathetic. You might as well be a podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> that is really funny, actually. <laughs> so this show is based on the Count of Monte Cristo with women learning science. No, well, I mean it's a it's revenge story. Yeah. Oh, oh. That's what I mean. That's the basic idea. But so is all revenge stories Count of Monte Cristo? Well, yes. <laughs> is it is W. D. B. Du Bois? He's the first guy to ever come up with the revenge. Alexander Dumas. Uh, who's W. B. D. Du Bois? He was the first. Uh, <laughs> Person, the first black person to graduate from Harvard with a PhD, and he wrote *The Souls of Black Folk*. He's from Western Mass. Alexander Dumas, great thinker, also black. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. His great grandfather was African, I think. I'm confused. Alexander Dumas is the very classic 
like five percenter style thinking where <laughs> only black people have ever made anything good, right? Beethoven's <laughs> black, Mozart is black. I didn't Alexander know that. Dumas is black. Neither Beethoven or Mozart are black. Alexander Dumas is is black by American current standards. <laughs> uh, he did not live in America or in this era. What yeah. era is he from? From like the like the 18th century. Pretty cool that he was a black guy making books. It is pretty cool, but the one thing I have about this is then we just talk about, oh, it's pretty cool. Alexander Dumas is black. Never going to read that That's book. That's so cool. And then when we're not talking about his words. We're just talking about his race. I wish we would. I feel like you'd be more respectful of Alexander Dumas if we read his book, but um, right. I probably a won't, but we will remember this trivia fact. <laughs> but we did sort of, in part, take something away from because we watched Revenge. this show that's loosely based on his work. And yes. it's also, you know... Uh, Putting people at the front that maybe haven't been at the front for a long time, like white women, you know, <laughs> rich white women. Dude, I actually I stood up for Ellen a couple episodes ago. I'm going to stand up for white women right Please, now. Please, I'm hate, into it. I hate how people make the Karen jokes against white women. It's so rude. I hate when people, including <laughs> including white men and women, share 51 percent of white women voted for Trump. How many white men do you think voted for Trump? How is this white women's problem? This is a white male problem. No, and, dude, and, they th I, and you know I what, though? The white men are unapologetic about their sins. The white women are ready to flagellate themselves and bow down and apologize. Dude, dude we are more wrong than the I, white women. I love... White women have taken a bullet for white men. So it's crazy. It's, it's the best, dude. Me too. All the white men were like, oh, no. And then the white <laughs> women were like, no. We jumped right in front of it. It was amazing, bro. They turned the gun on themselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, the Karen stuff is like classic. It's like, oh, it, it's such a perfect thing because if you call someone a Karen or if you say, hey, this Karen thing is kind of fucked up a little bit, it could stop people from having like, you know, speaking out on things that are potentially going poorly because they're afraid of being called like a Karen. Yeah, right? because they're afraid of a sexist response to their complaint. Right. So then it's like. If you mention that, people are like, oh, Karen. <laughs> it's like, oh, you're being a Karen because you're p mentioning that being a Karen could kind of be like. I got no up. problem with the Karen label. Throw <laughs> it around. <laughs> I, mean, yeah, I, I think at best it's lazy, though. At best it's lazy comedy. I don't care. I'm, I'm fine with lazy comedy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just don't, I don't think it's particularly funny. And I also see it could cause problems. With the like, if you were me too, right? Yeah. And the Karen Wait, thing was. Let's say. When you're me too. Oh, no, no, no. Let's go and then when. Yes. And I, yeah. No, 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 no. It, I'm saying if you were a woman who had a me too story. Okay, right, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> okay, if so if you me too. <laughs> yes. If you were a woman with a me too story, right, and you, and maybe it was a, a person of color, right, and when all this me too stuff was coming out and you were like, oh, maybe I should bring up my story, you might be like, maybe I shouldn't bring up my story because I won't be called Karen. Yeah, I think. Dude, it, what I, are you like? You're constructing this elaborate what if scenario. I don't yeah, get yeah, it. Yeah, that's what like I do. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this elaborate what if scenario uh, to like show how Karen is bad. Well, but like, I don't know what you're thing. talking about. I, I hate thing. when people pull out the camera to videotape anyone's behavior. I think it's rude and petulant in his misses context. No, I'm if fine some with woman it. is screaming at Walmart, the, pulling out the phone to record someone's behavior could potentially like really 
benefit you greatly. Especially yeah, but if you're it like starts at that moment. Like if a woman is upset at customer service at Walmart and someone starts immediately at the second she's screaming, we don't know what happened for the ten minutes before. She could have been she could have been lied to, she could have been hit, she could have been a, a verbally abused. Right. Any number of things could have gotten her to and that level of frustration. John Paul, uh, I ran that what if by Anthony Cumia and he said it's pretty spot on. So <laughs> don't even go there, dog. Trump said yeah. Hey, you know what? Record record what you have to record in public. Protect yourself. Document. Record the police. Yeah, and if someone starts recording you, start recording them and walk away. Just immediately. The second you see a camera dude, walk there away. Is, but there is no more infuriating video than two people with video cameras out going, <laughs> oh, I'm videotaping you. Yeah, well, I'm videotaping you. Just walk you. away. You will always win if you walk away. Yeah. If you open your mouth, you will never win. I mean, I think in the long term, it could be good for people to like maybe control yourself. Maybe like you're like, oh, shit, am I going to get videotaped for yelling at this? This is what we call Michelle Foucault's. Panopticon. This is where we are now policing <laughs> ourselves and our own behavior at all times, not based on our own standards of behavior, but what we interpret to be the standards of behavior of the invisible person watching an out-of-context video. But isn't that fine? If Because what it becomes is it's not your own version of your... What, what did you say? Not your own... Your own version of morality. It's not your own version of morality, but over time it become your own version of morality. Yeah, but why, why, would we, why can't we have independent versions of what's right and wrong? If something's not criminal because behavior... Because we don't really have... Because we shouldn't. When it comes to like, oh, should I scream at somebody for maybe my like my pizza was uh, not delivered when Look, I wanted to do be? Do I do that? No. Do no. I don't even go out to eat, okay? Going out to eat <laughs> is horrible, and when I do, I tip 20%. I expect to be treated by go- like garbage, and I walk <laughs> away. I have never had a good experience. I'm routinely treated horribly in public. I don't care. I don't complain. I would never complain. I think there people have a right to scream and yell at each other. Maybe that's just as a Southern European American, we scream and yell regularly, and that's just passionate living. That and that's is fine. true. If yeah. you, you can't handle this, like I don't know, some of these most of I the Karen videos I've seen are are, are white women screaming the N word. Yeah, landscapers. I agree. That's not. So polite. I'm like when I so when I see those videos, I'm like hell yeah, I'm glad this is recorded. No, yeah. I agree I would with say that. I have yet to see a Karen video that didn't back up the person <laughs> video taping the camera. Yeah, but just the phrase thrown around yeah, ad nauseum. I, I agree. I agree. I'm pro Karen. Go nuts. Yeah. I don't give a shit. I'm not one. <laughs> you could be, though. They'll call anyone a Karen. This hey, Dutch they can try. Mexican. <laughs> they can try. Wait, so... What no, but that's kind of the point, is you're not a Karen. None of us are Karens because we're not women, and it's something that's only specific to women. It's yeah. true, though, but you only let things affect you the way you want them to. What do you mean? So, like, if there was a Karen version of the word Karen, or if there was a male version of the word Karen... Yeah, they're working on that now. Yeah, they're trying. Like, they're in the lab. It's yeah. just like <laughs> it's like Todd. It's like Todd or Preston it, yeah. or something. It's just like they're not wor- gonna work. They're focus grouping it. It's just not gonna work. You know, it's like why can't just and let that, it slide? And that's why it goes down to that. It's ultimately it's not about promoting good behavior. It's it, there's a lot of sexism at play in the Karen situation. Right, and like because this it show, wouldn't happen to men, and men are bad. And I, I men <laughs> are killing people. <laughs> I hate to say it, folks, but. This show did not help out the white women. This show is awful. <laughs> this show's it's up filled there with, with Karen. Heart of Dixie. <laughs> it's an absolutely atrocious show. A little BSB. What's her name? Emily. She Emily's mother died of natural causes. Emily used the body to frame this other woman of her murder. No, well, Emily is Emily is the protagonist. It's it's uh, I forget. <laughs> it's a daytime opera show that they put on at night. Yeah, which I really. 
I resent melodrama. I would rather watch reality TV than melodrama. This is not a melodrama. This is in your face drama. No, I'm not. <laughs> is that Mel- a, did I just have Mel- an AOC yeah. in the SUV moment? Dude. <laughs> <laughs> hey. That is a Mel- perfect <laughs> AOC in the SUV. <laughs> you think it's mellow space drama? No. <laughs> melodrama is a word, M E L O drama. <laughs> And it imply it's it's like a theater style for like over the top or extreme. Yes, it's oh. not like uh, oh. mellow yellow ultra. Oh. <laughs> I, I would. It's not like shoegazing relaxed drama. I mellow. That's what it was like chill chill ass drama. <laughs> sort of a laid back drama. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, so uh, I've yeah. been using that word wrong. <laughs> Apparently, it's one word. I thought it was two. Dude, you're, those theater camp kids—they're gonna be real <laughs> fucked up because they're gonna be doing melodramas. They're gonna be all like lounging in their chairs, smoking doobies, getting relaxed. <laughs> yeah, the show is a—it's uh, about Emily Thorne. Emily Thorne was framed by Victoria Grayson, and she's finally, after four seasons, getting her revenge mm. for being framed for a crime she didn't commit. My wife was saying that uh, this. This show was popular in the very beginning. This show had heat to it, and kids were yeah. people were watching it because yeah. it was like really insane. I guess just like just you know, sex, drugs, and rock and roll, baby. Nice and, and revenge. People love a revenge story. I'm not into revenge. No, let it, let no. it slide. Move on with your life. Have you ever actually had to? You, have you ever been in a situation where revenge came up? Um, I have been in a situation with some revenge. Absolutely, I can definitely tell you about that and it's something that i don't reflect on often yeah so because you like, hate it you hate revenge. I, yeah i don't like revenge but um i had been aggressively this was back in the day very recently i've been aggressively back been billing in the day very recently as <laughs> <laughs> a little melodrama I had aggressively, this was actually when someone put revenge on me right? oh yeah I, okay. I forget i always Classic. introduce it let me just read it as written uh, <laughs> i'm gonna cut all this out Ask me, have you ever experienced yeah, Why are you going to cut this Just, out? Yeah, it's so it's okay. smoother, I guess? All right, all right. Have hey. you ever been in a melodramatic <laughs> situation? Can we take another take on that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever had a situation where you were part of uh, some revenge sort of taking yeah, place? Yeah, I've had like a revenge situation. <laughs> I had aggressively been billing myself as vegan for six months when an <laughs> enemy struck. <laughs> I had realized that after nearly five years, the moral superiority of being sober man in a drunken world was fading. In order to get some edge on non-voting vocal Bernie supporters, I had to go <laughs> vegan. I was still eating a little fish and a little meat, but publicly, I identified as <laughs> vegan. I would leave uh, Insta stories about being vegan, and I would proclaim, oh, I can't have that, when I was at a group dinner and someone brought up a cheese dish. <laughs> <laughs> However, I had earnestly quit dairy, and I was feeling great. No more farts, no more lactose bowel <laughs> movements. I was really feeling good. As a stand-up comedian, I've been doing a bit about how Bernie supporters were lazy and sexist. <coughs> when all of a sudden, Jane Sanders, Bernie's wife, caught wind and invited me to her home to host a fundraiser for Ed Markey. <laughs> I accepted. I may not support Ed, but I love notoriety, <laughs> and I will always s- sell out for 10 minutes of Zoom fame. <laughs> as soon as I got to Jane's lovely house, which she had purchased with her questionably obtained Burlington College books, <laughs> she served me some vegan hi- ice cream, or so I thought. She said it was Ben & Jerry's vegan non-dairy cream, and with every bite, it would taste extra good because of all the prisoners that Ben & Jerry would personally let out of jail. <laughs> <laughs> Moments later, I knew I had been duped. I felt a rumbling and a violent gurgle <laughs> in my bowels, and I ran to the john. 
and had the first worst 45 minutes of my life. Oh. I missed the Marky Zoom fundraiser and was called a Joe Kennedy 3 uh, shill on TikTok <laughs> by non-voting teens <laughs> who learned that Ed Markey is AOC's grandpa. <laughs> to get back at Jane, I decided to get her where it hurts. Revenge. I would get her man, Bernard. I came out of the bathroom, dried myself off on their very lovely buffet, b- bidet, <laughs> and I went up to Bernie's room to try and seduce him. I figured Jane would be hurt and shocked. As I dropped my jaws, drawers, Bernie freaked out and dropped his jaws. <laughs> he said, something looked off about my thigh, and he noticed a mole that needed to be checked on. <laughs> he said, this is why we need health care for all. Bernie took me to the doctor and found a mole on my mom's pubis. I tried, <laughs> <laughs> I tried to get revenge, but Bernie saved my life. Wow. wow. Are you a bigger Bernie bro now? I am a huge Bernie bro. I voted for Bernie twice, which makes me <laughs> not a good Bernie bro. Yeah. Wow. That's my little quarantine joke. I'm going to tell him on a Zoom show tonight. <laughs> I'm a Bernie supporter, but not a very good one. I voted for him twice. <laughs> <laughs> hey, tell the people where to see you. A little pitch. Uh, yeah, if <laughs> see me two weeks ago on the comedy <laughs> studio Zoom. Um, so, yeah, I've also had a situation where revenge came up. Revenge is a dish best served cold. That's what everyone says. But what if I told you that opening up a Dippin' Dots kiosk next to the Ben and Jerry's your ex-girlfriend manages is actually a really bad fiscal move? (laughs) That's right. No one told me financially revenge was a bad choice. I was dating my girlfriend at the time, and she managed a Ben and Jerry's. But when I said that I thought the new flavor of how about we free Palestine dough (laughs) wasn't very good, and the company didn't understand the complexities of the Middle East. She left me, she left me, stating she believed in any ice cream that Ben and Jerry backed. I said, wow, fuck you, bitch, because I was really sad, and Reddit had taught me how to talk to dumb women. (laughs) I went online to my Reddit friends in the Reddit Gone Wild section, which was mostly nudes, but sometimes a good combo would get started. And people told me that the best way to get next is to live a happy life and let them live one, too. But the second best way was to get them fired or take their job. <laughs> so I opened up a Dippin' Dots where we sold pro-Israel ice cream like <laughs> Juice and Palestine Boy Don't Throw Rocks at Me Rocky Road. <laughs> we were not very popular. <laughs> Except some old Jewish people wrote nice reviews on our, ol- uh, on our Google reviews, but in the same review complained about the price. <laughs> 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 One day I walked to Ben and Jerry's to see my ex not working. I yelled, victory! Her friend Jessica said she had gone to college at Arizona State and that she didn't really care about ice cream. I went to Dick's Sporting Goods, bought a crossbow, went to the woods behind her house, and shot her dog. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Damn, that's good revenge. Yes, thank you. (laughs) Did the dog die? Uh, No, they actually... They had to put wheels on his legs. So he lost the. <laughs> <laughs> and you now, like Abby Lee Miller, he backs up. <laughs> <laughs> I also um was involved with a revenge story. Nice. Late December of 1997 was a magical time in my life. I was a freshman at Westlake Village High School in Westlake Village, California, and I had just received a PlayStation for Christmas. To make Christmas even sweeter, on December 23rd, I had read an L.A. Times news story about extreme sexual hazing at my high school that led to an investigation by the Ventura County Sheriff's Department. I, being a nerdy gamer, hated the jock types in the wrestling squad, so I was heartily amused to hear the tales of sexualized hazing, which included 
Students held down and getting their buttocks probed by a nip broomstick <laughs> that they nicknamed Pedro. Really? That's um, in the L.A. Times. Wow. I returned to school from summer break and began reciting the hilarious jokes I had written about the hazing <laughs> incidents. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I was in my lunch line when I recited this beauty. Why do people think the, we the Westlake Warriors wrestling squad is so uptight? Probably because they have so many sticks up the ass. <laughs> this elicited a roar of laughter from everyone except one huge high school wrestler who confronted me over my insensitive joke. The crowd that had gathered to hear me mock the wrestling team started to laugh again, only this time they laughed at me as I stuttered in fear, pissed my pants, and backed down immediately when confronted. I was now the high school laughing stock. <laughs> Beady eyeing entered the lexicon. Its definition was placed beside my picture in the yearbook. No girls would agree to give me an over-the-pants handy during prom, joking that I would BHI. Bust hard immediately. <laughs> I began to cry and ran home as fast as I could, vowing to get my revenge. I went into hiding, refusing to leave my room as I began to study how I'd get revenge on my classmates for ruining my life. I spent 23 years formulating the perfect plan while my parents left microwaved hot pockets outside my bedroom door. <laughs> I emerged from my bedroom with a new identity, the Count of, Mon of Mounted Crisco, an internet comedian who only made jokes about sexual ha hazings. Whenever a college swim team got too wild, I was there. Whenever a private security firm needed to initiate a new guy by making him lick a penis blindfolded, I was there. <laughs> Whenever a college fraternity was disbanded after they sexually abused a freshman that just wanted to fit in, I was there. My skill with the algorithm was strong, and soon enough, I was one of the YouTube's <laughs> biggest stars, and my videos changed the culture and discourse. Soon, everyone in the United States agreed that sexual hazing was hilarious and something to joke about. <laughs> now it was my time for revenge. It was 2021, and time for my 20-year high school reunion. As they were about to start a retrospective presentation, I took the stage in my mask and started telling jokes about the hazing scandal 20 years ago. Even though I changed the culture, my jokes about the scandal brought up painful memories, and people in the audience began to cry as they triggered their trauma, <laughs> and I left having my revenge not fulfilled. Wow. Do you believe you shifted the Overton window? Absolutely. The Overton <laughs> window has shifted. Now people in America all agree that sexual lazing is not a serious issue, but something that's funny to be joked about. Will you go to reunion, John? No. 50 years, you got to go to 50 years. And you did make that joke, and you did piss off a wrestler, but was was there really a crowd? Did the joke kill initially? <laughs> yeah. Because I did not make that joke, and there was not... I mean... Listen, I was in the lunch line. I didn't really know how to do crowd work <laughs> at that time. There was a lot. Uh, there was a lot of people talking in the back. Right. Wait, right. were you uh, talking to anyone specific, or just like as you scooped up some sloppy <laughs> Joe, you made a joke about <laughs> sexual hazing? I just thought that the I thought that the nickname for the broomstick of Pedro was pretty funny. So what, what, was the joke? what was the joke? I don't remember what the joke was. But the guy was pissed. Somebody wasn't it's happy. Also Somebody wasn't happy just because they personally knew someone who was sexually hazed and oh, abused. Oh, I thought because I was actually kind of annoyed because I thought it was in from that story, not your story that you just told, but the the original story. That one's been through edits a little bit. Um, <laughs> is like I thought the wrestler got mad, and it's so funny to me because he did it. Yeah, right? it's like the wrestler would get mad. It might. I don't remember. It might have been like he was Why just he, he was just too close to it, and he couldn't yeah. see the hu <laughs> he didn't see how funny it was. <laughs> He, I wonder though, is why Pedro? Why did they name it Pedro? I don't know. They said they didn't like the they didn't like the Westlake Warriors mascot, 
which was at the at, which was at the time a Native American mascot. When so they did they change? They changed. I don't remember when did they, they changed. Did they change it to Pedro the Broomstick? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, some some are changing this year. It's so funny to me that this has been an ongoing controversy for sixty plus years. Like some towns make it through. Like there will be towns that don't change yeah. after this moment, mm. and then something else will happen in like eight years, and then they'll be like, "We should change." You just whittle it down. Yeah. Whittle, whittle, whittle. Yeah. But you know what? If, I kind of wish we had played your team in like high school because that's so fraught for another team, a rival team, to fuck with you guys. Like, I, if I, our football game against what was your name in your high school? West uh, Westlake Warriors. Westlake Warriors. We I would have had all fifteen of my friends. We were all brought brooms would and just had them <laughs> waving in the air. Like you just fuck with. Would like they that? be able to see your broom from the sidelines? Because you wouldn't really be in the game, right? <laughs> Damn, dog. Dude, not, not cool. cool. I Fuck, agree. That was hazing. That felt sexual, <laughs> too. Dude, we had, we did good. I love Bleacher Creature style. Oh, we with. crushed we, it, dude. We used to do it in my high school. It was so fun. It's like, oh, you're going to cry. We used to call it the goalie at hockey games. We'd say, oh, there was like one ginger goalie. We were like, the ginger's going to cry. The we, we were losing by like three goals. Oh, you. that's how you. That's how you, you it's the confusing troll. <laughs> <laughs> So you're losing, but you mock them like you're winning. Yeah, you mock. We remember that. Oh, we crushed it. We 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 absolutely wreaked havoc on Tampa Bay's Kevin Kiermaier. He gave up three runs because of us. Yeah. Things we yell at these <laughs> guys. The, the guy in center field, we, we were like yelling out, "Nice games, <laughs> nice games, 22." Dude, but then we mentored some college students in a negative way. Yeah. Where you looked up the name of his wife. Yeah. And then they looked up the name of his kids. They took it one <laughs> step too far. So you think you think bringing the wife into it, okay. Kids into it, not, not good. really. No, I don't think I really did the wife too much. Did I? I think I did. Did you call no, her dude, a whore? It's funnier to look. The thing is, people yell their their last names, but if you call them by their first names, they yeah. really. That's what they respond to. If you're like, "Hey, John, <laughs> nice swing." Just kidding. <laughs> it's fun, dude. That is funny. Yeah. That sounds like a like a it's like a almost like a not joke. Yeah, it's so like it, we were calling him hot. We were like, do you ever, oh, do you ever, Ralph, you look so hot. Do you ever go, the Irish were slaves too? <laughs> well, uh, that it, would be a lifetime ban at Fenway. <laughs> <laughs> that would get we out of here. Also got um that would be a national story. Yeah. Absolutely. We also got I got and it would be trouble. hard to explain that you were kidding. I, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they just. Well, then we would. Need but to, you would get you would get a GoFundMe with like tons of supporters. Yeah, we. I I got in trouble because I was like flashing the players my shirt. My your breasts. titties. Yes, and they were telling me to stop. <laughs> Who They're told like, you to stop? Please put your breasts away, sir. <laughs> <laughs> no, remember one of like the GMs or not one of the oh, yeah. the, the like. Well, then we <laughs> went to that other game, like the shortest game ever. Remember they yeah. rescheduled it for like a Tuesday. I remember you August. guys. You guys told me to go then. I was we like, we just no did deal. shirtless sun tanning <laughs> way out in right field. <laughs> we were laying over the fourth chair. It, it ended in eleven minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun though. Oh man, I I do love to to just slight jabs at a baseball game is really quite funny. It's almost as good as stand up comedy because if you're killing, you really feel like you're killing. <laughs> and people, yeah, you're crushing it. for a thirty thousand crowd, yeah, a thirty thousand deep crowd. And we put, I played thirty, I played thirty G's, no problem. <laughs> I played sold out stadiums. Yeah, dog. that's what you they, you put on <laughs> your. Re- Jack Burke has performed in uh, at Fenway Park and Camden Yards. <laughs> <laughs> and the Worcester Central Arena during a halftime performance. <laughs> oh, yes. dude, that was horrible. Um, uh, jump off. 
Was there any moments from this show that stick out to you? The one th- subplot that I will talk about, I won't even say I like <laughs> it, is at some point, dude, it's so confusing. Yeah. She is on trial. She pleads guilty, says, yes. send me to jail now. Yes. And then her gay friend explains it that the plan is actually it's safer for her in jail so we can break her out. How yes. does that make any uh, sense? It's I mean, so it's bad. well, I mean, it does line up with the Counter Monte Cristo story that you go to jail and then you break out and then you get your revenge. But I assume that happened in the beginning of the season. That's what was yeah. confusing is like this is a four season show from this plot. I was like, "Oh, we only missed one episode." <laughs> like we saw yeah. we saw what she did and now this episode is the full revenge. And yeah. There and the also like the the woman is She's There's go- the girl. She's going to prison for murder. Yeah, Emily's been Emily once again. I guess has been framed for murder uh, by by Victoria. It must be. and people believe that Victoria is already dead. She has faked her death already. Right. Um, so it's similar. Good. To JFK Jr., who will be President <laughs> Trump's running mate. What oh, the oh, hell oh. is that about? That's I Q don't and know. It's, it's a QAnon wh- thing. What is QAnon? I'll, t- I'll tell you. Exa- okay, I can tell you. I know. Ex- I know exactly. All, I know. I follow QAnon very closely. Break it down for me, brother. So QAnon was an anonymous person who started posting on uh, 8chan, the image board, several years ago, claim- like, claiming to be a Q-level top-secret government operative who was <laughs> helping Donald Trump. Drain the swamp of the deep state and protect the world from a cabal of secret elite pedophiles. This guy sounds hilarious. And it's a person who's posting Now this. it's most likely multiple people. Yeah, there is. The official queue uh, was only on 8chan. And so now that 8chan is gone, there is no official queue anymore. There are various people pre- who, are, who claim to be Q, but they were all fake anyway. The first Q prediction was that... Was that um, Hillary Clinton would be arrested like in 2015 or something? And Q has made tons of different predictions about the future. None of them have happened, <laughs> and the his his psychotic followers all think it's like true. And, and it's worth noting the followers are largely people in their 50s and 60s, active on Facebook at this point. It's a really? yeah, it's a boomer LARP basically. Yeah. It's so confusing. And they believe that JFK Jr. Uh, has faked his death to go into hiding <laughs> and will reemerge to save the country from the pedophile cabal. But, but how can JFK you read that and think that's real? Because obviously the guy writing it is having a great time. Like right. he's just writing <laughs> he's funny fiction, jokes. Yeah. And it's also like JFK, don't John F. Kennedy wasn't he a Democrat? Yeah. Why yeah. would they be rooting for JFK Jr.? I don't know. Well, because um, Trump's not a Democrat or a Republican. He's just an anti-pedophile sent from God. Yes, basically, that's what they think. Dude, Trump was buddies with Epstein. He yep. wished Ghislaine <laughs> Maxwell a good time. Yes, you know yes, but this is he talks in secret codes. You have to decode to understand. That is so... I can show I, you... That's I, sad that people are believing that. That's worse. I've said the love of Trump is very deep. It's practically carnal, and it goes beyond liking the man. They're willing to ignore everything real to love this weirdo version of Donald <laughs> Trump that never existed before and emerged in 2015 and somehow he's this masculine crusader against evil. And it's like, dude, we all watched him on Celebrity Apprentice. He was never a great guy. Dude, I... Yeah, what... Yeah, the Q stuff is really fun. It's um, they're constantly like making these predictions that don't come true. There's this thing called the Days of Darkness, where they say Trump will tweet, "The storm is upon us," and then 
all communication networks will shut down for 10 days while they round up the pedophile elites and arrest them all. They claim there's 30,000 sealed indictments. They claim that there are children. They claim that there are uh, children being tortured for their adrenochrome and then sacrificed. What's adrenochrome? Adrenochrome is like <laughs> this chemical that's supposedly produced when uh, children are tortured and that the pedophile elites supposedly drink it. Oh my god! These people have problems. Yeah, dude, it would be only horrible. one I know who's ever brought up to me in person was comedian Mike Kerrigan, who I think really believes this. Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> Does he? Yes. <laughs> yeah, he's told me about it. <laughs> well, it's so interesting because like you know a ton about it. And I'm curious, like, how does somebody go in? Like, you obviously were interested because you were like, this is crazy. Yes. But some people go in, this is crazy, and then fall Ooh. in. Right? Maybe next week I'll change my tune. Maybe one, maybe I'll find a prediction that actually came true. I no, know. people don't go in thinking it's crazy. It shows up as a meme on their feed, and then they join a group. They're unable to discern what is real and fake. That's sad. How can you not think, I think this that there I think that for some people there is a there is a level of comfort in thinking that there is like this grand good and evil battle going on that good will eventually win. Yeah. And if they see Trump as like the the commander leading the charge, they're like, Yeah, this is good. This is a good thing. Right. And it's it's just not it's not good. It's pretty it's pretty wild. What there's uh, there's what? a there's a Twitter account that I saw the other day. That support that they also believe that ho all Hollywood elites are pedophiles. Yeah, that they've been arrested. They're right about one thing. In release, <laughs> <laughs> they've been arrested and then released. Like there's a picture of Tom Hanks gassing up his car, and someone has circled his left ankle and said he's wearing an ankle monitor because he's been released by the by the feds for being a pedophile. It's wild. It's insane. They think they're all pedophile elites. It, it's what they believe is crazy. <laughs> How many people seriously believe it? The la they just deleted a fan page up for Q on Facebook With yesterday. 200,000 200, followers. It, it has gone beyond Facebook, though. The JFK Jr. thing, I've heard from people in real life. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Who? I, I mean, that one, that's like running I, I'm running not going to say, but I heard it from someone who was relaying it from someone he knew in framing it as crazy, but also... Quite, like it maybe. was repeated enough times in enough settings that it's... It, it's bad. Dude, it wears away on people in the fact... The Epstein thing makes it confusing because just like Alex Jones and Pizzagate, they had one nugget, and it's a massive nugget. Granted, mm. a nugget that I never considered, Why, what was I nugget? never thought about, that there is some kind of elite pedophile ring. That, <laughs> that does seem to be, uh, oh, I don't know what to extent. I don't know to what end. Yeah. I don't know if Jeffrey Epstein is just a creep. I don't know if he's blackmailing people. I don't know if he's a Mossad agent. But that one thing <laughs> is a, a massive yeah. thing, and it is true. Yes. <laughs> but, but that was known. Oh, my. This is just like we know Travolta's no, gay. No, you and I had no, no idea no, about no, that. No, 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 no. Pizzagate I'm, was the first time I heard about that. I had heard about Epstein. I heard about years ago, I heard about years Epstein ago. in 2017 I, at Stanza de Cigari. Who, no, would, no who would know? Why would you know Jeffrey Epstein's name? Because he was a public figure like Vanity Fair his first case there was like in 2002 we had the Vanity Fair case. oh this really is Mandela effect you didn't read Vanity Fair in 2002 no, no, and remember saying, Epstein I'm you not know saying, saying I knew it but people in people who were reading Vanity oh, Fair yeah, would have read well, that we didn't know that no no you know? I'm saying, of course not yeah, but we didn't know we knew about Epstein three years Wait, ago probably if yes. we if yeah we, we knew three if years we ago. knew about him shouldn't we have taken are him are we cute are we <laughs> 
That's what, it gets so confusing, yeah. dude. There's a Twitter account that uh, that posts on Patreon lists of uh, lists of celebrities that have been replaced, arrested, and released, and they charge people money. Love for this. it. How much is he pulling down? I, a month? I think it's like to get access to lists. It's like ten bucks a month. And he updates it regularly, dude. This this whole go. conspiracy thing. The reason that Jones is in it and all stuff. It's because it's like an easy way to sell shit to which roofs. Yeah, yeah. Because sh- when you get involved, when you get so deep in these like celebrity these conspiracy things, it shows you have like this is like. Not even lack of critical thinking, but an aversion to critical thinking. Right. Thing. You'd rather be sold something. Yeah. You'd rather be sold a cure-all. Yeah. You want snake oil. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that's why, it, you know, we should name this episode Revenge and QAnon. Well, it's Ooh. also... <laughs> it's good for the alley. It is. It is. It's also been a heavy defending Karen. Wait, we should name it Revenge and Unmasking QAnon. Because oh, then people would be like, oh, yes. who's Q? Yes. Who's Q? Several, Wh- yeah. Wait, though. What if Donald Trump... I kind of... Donald Trump, you know, he seems like the ultimate troll in a lot of ways. It would be interesting if he just said the storm's coming on Twitter just to see Right, right, freak. because he is definitely aware of it at this point, so why not? Yeah. Why not? It'd be just so funny. To fuck with people. Yeah, and um the the when the de- when the darkness comes everything, they claim that there'll be like guillotines and like po- mass executions of liberals and communists. It's like why this like fascist liberals because li- because liberals are the pedophile elite is what they would say. I don't that's the part I don't understand. How can they be against liberals? They hate liberals. Hate them. That's like because what keeps they're it going. into us versus them. Yeah. So then someone tells them liberals are pedophiles. They're not against pedophiles because if they were, they'd hate Trump. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? They right. hate Alan Dershowitz. <laughs> right. They're against liberals in the pedophiles is an argument against libs. It's uh-huh. not they're against pedophiles which makes them against libs. It's so interesting. It is interesting. I find it really interesting. I find uh, I find it worrisome. <coughs> I find that um, reading like the sort of memed like uh, shared things of like the predictions, I find it be incredibly fascinating. And I find it even more fascinating that they've never come true and people still believe it. Yeah, I do not like apocalyptic doomsday thinking. It does not make me feel good, and I don't think it makes people productive in the Dude, interim. You know I think it's good if you have a lot of debt, because then you're like, shit, I don't got to pay this yeah, debt. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. maybe we can do this in the future. It's you know, it's the Dave Ramsey's us versus them, the debt carriers. The debt. I'm debt free. I'm yeah. going on I'm the de- Dave Ramsey. I'm debt free. And if you have debt, you're a pedophile. <laughs> yes, dude. <laughs> if you if you have a mortgage, you're raping kids. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think they're using those bank loans for? <laughs> Secret child sex trafficking. Silencing their victims. <laughs> uh, so we didn't talk about this show at all. <laughs> oh, well, uh, yeah. Emily, she's... Uh, I, there's a couple of things that actually are pretty memorable to the show. Uh, Courtney Love guest stars yes. as a as a, a super assassin named White and Gold. Courtney Love is kind of It was cool, cool that they had a lady assassin. Yeah, and it's what is funny to me is that she's like supposedly this incredible assassin, but her gay friend takes her out so easily. Yeah, he yeah. hits her with a taser and that's it. It's over. He also Well, a taser. Also, I hate to say this. I he don't had a much larger frame and much stronger musculature. Oh, you motherfucker. You fucking asshole. I'm She's a trained assassin. <laughs> also, do you think they chose Courtney Love to portray an assassin in the show because Cobain? she also murdered Cobain? Yes. Damn, you really stepped I on that. I think QAnon. Oh, yeah. 
What a dink. <laughs> what a total dink. What do you mean I stepped on it? It's the joke. He it was, was saying the joke and you went, Cobain? Well, <laughs> I, I said the joke. Because she murdered Kurt Cobain. Some of our high-speed listeners whose brains really <laughs> work and they couldn't wait for you. Oh, man. You guys got to chill out. Let's, let's, let's embrace mellow drama here, okay? <laughs> <laughs> let's embrace mellow drama. Damn. Emily goes to jail, gets broken out by her gay friend. They, <laughs> they stop the assassin. And then Emily finally has her climactic showdown with her framer, Victoria. She also has enough time to have sex with somebody. Hey, oh, you yeah. always got time for that. The making love was kind of nice. I mean, it's it would have been better if we had some titties. I mean, you have no Im- idea the span of time that this episode takes over yeah. place over. It's like she goes to jail and gets broken out so fast. I, how did she get break out? It was cool. They blacked out the security cameras and <laughs> set off the alarm. Yeah, and she kind of just, yeah, she walked out. Oh, and then the guard is like, oh, my God, the, their security footage is out. I need to open up all the gates. <laughs> yeah, they open up every gate because of some electrical issue. There cannot possibly be a button to every gate. We've had this fight before on the podcast. <laughs> Whether there is a button that opens all doors in a, a, prison? In a, in a prisoner facility. There definitely is. Yeah. There is definitely not. This has happened before. <laughs> I have to go back. It was. I think it was like a psychiatric prison, but there's another wow. scene where someone hits a button all the doors open, and you guys fought about whether it, this, this is, is real. This is so interesting because, like, we predicted many things in the future. Actually, like, Q- QAnon, our rate to prediction is much better. Yeah, we have a way better yeah. prediction of the future rate. And we predicted this argument <laughs> in Nos- the past. Nostradamus, series finale <laughs> podcast, QAnon. <laughs> <laughs> that actually leads itself to sort of a meme minute. Or it may lead us up to a quick rumination of the show. The oh, the cl- yeah, yeah. We can actually oh. listen in to the f- climactic final scene where Emily confronts Victoria. The climax of the scene where Emily climaxes and sprays her pussy juice all over the screen. Before you fire, please know that like your televised assassination, your real one will be there for all the world to see. I installed these cameras when I heard that you had escaped because I knew that you would find your way here. So you'll be going away for good once you pull that trigger. But you never really have been able to, have you? Oh, for once you read about something, Victoria. Unlike you, I've never killed anybody. I believe that the people who hurt my family deserve to live in agony. Not pay with their lives, but you. You are the one exception for you. Death is my only true revenge. I died long before you were born. This is just a formality. Are you ready now? More than you know. Goodbye, Victoria. Saving your soul. You have no idea what crossing that line means. No matter how justified, it's over. What are you doing? You devoted your life to saving me. It's my turn. I'm not going to lose you again. I love you, Amanda. And I love you too, which is why. No! No! At that last 
shot Victoria shot <laughs> Emily. Yeah. This show sucks no, micro penis. <laughs> it truly does. Dude, I saved your soul. I actually like that last scene. The dad saving the soul by not letting her kill is cool. And then no happy ending of just murdering her in the last five seconds. Well, no, dude. The fu- the final scene is like they're like the dad gets to get out of prison because he's not feeling well. Yes. It's, it's very much White people in prison, it seems very easy, to be honest. <laughs> Except they white get, women. Well, she... she Martha she, Stewart had it hard in jail. <laughs> she, she he gets, gets compassionate release. Yeah, but it's like he murdered somebody. Yeah, he did. She, he, 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 he shot someone to death on camera. And you can't do that, even if... I don't know. What, what do you think? Maybe they were like, you can't shoot first. Can you? Okay. No, no, I no. think you can. He, she, I don't think she was armed. Victoria. Victoria shot her in the end. Oh, you're uh, right. With Dude, the gun. With the gun. Dude, Emily, this was applaudable. After she shoots her and she's not dead, she just puts the gun on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> the show is also like one of those... Um, you can tell that the writers had to be constantly reminding themselves of where they were at in the story. Because mm-hmm. they're constantly like having the, the person be like, well, remember that you... Brought, I knew that you were going to meet me here, so I put the video camera up so that you would know that I was coming. And then you got you could just see the writer being like, fuck, man, I'm getting confused. I better <laughs> I better write that out. After Victoria, I'm saying after Emily is shot and Victoria dies, Emily goes to the hospital where she is saved by a heart transplant. They ah. put Victoria's heart into Emily's right. body. So she has the heart of her greatest rival in her forever. It's they pretty poetic, don't you think? No, I actually—that's actually pretty cool. <laughs> that's not bad. Wait, that would this be show's a rough watch though. At, at like, f- however, forty-nine yeah, minutes—it's yeah. way too long. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wait, well, who? If you if you had uh, who would be your worst enemy's heart and transplanted into you? Ooh, who, what's a heart that you would hate to get in you? Ralphie May. <laughs> I. Mean, <laughs> I was going to say Donald Trump. Yeah, just so much coated in fat. <laughs> uh, or let me think. Um, yeah. Uh, let me think of another Steven one. Steven Seagal is probably coded in fat, too. I'm trying to think of one that's not based on <laughs> that, their weight. Yeah, <laughs> that, you go immediately to the weight. Yeah. But what about... Um, I soul. Would, Let's talk soul. Yeah. Uh, oh. I don't believe that your heart would convey anything to your soul, so I would yeah, take anyone's heart. This, well, we're... <laughs> unless it really was a fat heart. What a dink. <laughs> what do you mean, what a dink? I oh, said, Cobain. No. <laughs> it's like, yeah, of course, bro. We're do, it's just a fun exercise. Yes, yeah, dude. my fun exercise is reminding people that I'll take an evil heart, but I won't take a fat one. All That's right. Well, a fat heart is an evil heart. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do a Deepak Chopra. Hold on. One last thing Let's I want to say. No, no, hold on. Hold on. I want to say one last thing about this show. I just think I got it. The reason why this feels so melodramatic and where this differs from prestige TV, there is not one joke in this whole show. There's nothing funny. There's no comedic relief. There's nothing clever. The yeah. Sopranos is a funny well, show, as is a great drama. The, the writer of Revenge was trying to write the jokes, but the other <laughs> co-writer would step <laughs> on them immediately. So it was a tough room. <laughs> yeah, and I heard there was controversy on set. Courtney Love got to the set, and she went to shake the producer's hand. He went, Cobain. <laughs> Can we try a meme minute? I know we're... We can, but some people would say you inadvertently nailed the meme minute in this episode, and it was so sacred, it perhaps shouldn't be touched. That's fair. Let's do the Deepak Chopra. Yeah, something that you liked about the show. This is kind of a tough (laughs) one. This show doesn't even have any hot ones I like that this show got canceled. (laughs) (laughs) I like the guest appearance by Courtney Love. 
I'll give you that. That was bizarre. It was strange, but it was fun to see her on screen. Yeah, I'll get. She's not. I'll, my Deepak Chopra moment is also Courtney Love. Courtney Love is an interesting character in society. I, yeah, I, I. She was like sort of when I was a teen was like a focal point of sexuality for like hot trashy girl. Yeah, which that, I love. I love a, a heroin addict <laughs> woman that's so <laughs> hot. <laughs> Someone in the throes of addiction. Nothing hornier. <laughs> Zach? My Deepak Chopra moment would have been the last scene. The father taking a, n- taking a bullet for his daughter mm. in an unconventional sense. Sort of an O.J. Simpson thing. Yeah, why well, O.J.'s kid really <laughs> killed Nicole <laughs> and he took the fall. Oh, and like JFK's dad took the bullet to the back of the head to protect JFK Junior, Jr. Who the bullet was going towards. Yeah. Yes, queuing on. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to do a role play? Yeah. Let's no, do- let's skip it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's I want to be a 55-year-old QAnon-obsessed baby boomer. I okay. want to be JFK Jr. <laughs> I want to be the moderator of the, the Revenge Fans Facebook group. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, folks. Yeah, we got a little turbulence up here at 80,000 knots, uh, but we're arriving to uh, Cape Cod just shortly. A little weather up the way, but don't worry about that. I think we'll be fine. Hey, are you going to stop the pedophiles? What? <laughs> I said, are you going to stop the pedophiles? Why? Who do you know is a pedophile, sir? Uh, I'm probably sorry. this Probably uh, this guy. <laughs> I'm going to have to remove that post. Uh, <laughs> that's against our group standards. Yeah, oh, you don't, you don't want to stop the pedophiles? I don't want you to use that word. This is a family-friendly program. Oh, if it was truly family-friendly, you'd be watching out for the interests of kids and how everybody who makes over $65,000 a year is a pedophile elite. How old are you? I'm 55 years old. Thank All right, you. folks. Okay, guys. Hey, but, uh, seatbelt lights on. It's uh, getting pretty testy up here, Hell folks. Hell no. You won't take my freedom, JFK Jr. <laughs> no hey, seatbelts. Hey, it's for your safety, pal. And you're you're in a tough position because you're you've got other coexisting problems already with your no. Feet. What are you What are you talking about? <laughs> so I'm <laughs> what happened? What's, hey, a, what's this problem? I'm just saying that turbulence in a plane and pre-existing conditions can... You really need so to see So now you're out. telling me you discriminate <laughs> against diabetic flyers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've noticed, I've noticed, Pilot JFK, the plane seems to lilt sort of one to one side. <laughs> hey, I'm, not, I'm just saying... Guys, we're in really bad turbulence right now. I'm surprised you're not scared or screaming. Or, um, you know? well, no, wow. I trust in your skills as a pilot, <laughs> JFK Jr. Q, you should have better prediction abilities than that. <laughs> I think you can pilot this plane just fine. Uh, uh, just like you're going to be able to pilot us out of the dark ages into the age of enlightenment. Wh- who do you know who's a pedophile? No who, do I, who do I not? I mean, everyone on this plane, probably. Uh, jo- Tom Hanks. Courtney Love, the cast of Revenge, the cast of Dance Moms. Someone's at the door. (laughs) No, it's Tom Hanks. I'm at the cockpit. Get out of here, JFK Jr. I'm the captain now. (laughs) Oh, wait. Someone's at the door. (laughs) What's going on in this plane? (laughs) It's been a while. Why is JFK Jr. flying the Lolita Express? It doesn't make any sense. (laughs) None of this makes sense. It's like this is all some bizarre fantasy of some baby boomer sitting at home on the internet getting angry at the idea of liberals. Type, type, type. Type, type, typing away. Oh, I'm dying from (laughs) diabetes. (laughs) 
<laughs> wow. Oh, rest in peace, Wolfram Brimley. Dude, that sucks. He died from COVID, yeah. but also had diabetes. Who uh, was he? Wolfram Brimley, famous he an character act. actor. Yeah, an actor. Yeah, more famous than Harry Cavill. Also a pedophile. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, Wolfram no. Brimley was no. a pedophile. No. Yes, Q. You're watching. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good Damn. night, America. Good night, what do you America. give the show? Oh, I give it oh. a zero. Dude, I give this. Uh, this Two. gets a. This gets a three. A one, actually. I'm tra- downgrading one. Based really off boring. of a great work. Yeah, done by bl- Black Excellence. Yeah. So actually, I changed it to a nine. Black <laughs> <Okay>. Excellence. <laughs> it's America. a nine. Good night, America.